Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, an infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super superfood on the planet, breast milk. Our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins actually found in breast milk. We're the first and only US-made formula to use organic grass-fed whole milk, not skim. We even conducted the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in a quarter century with clinically proven benefits like easier digestion, less spit up and softer poops versus a leading infant formula. And we make our own formula in the USA and our very own factories in Iowa, Oregon and Pennsylvania. Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Starbucks. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we have Jim Rosati. Jim, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good morning. Pirate season's morning. over, DiNardo. Happy end of season. How about that? I don't know if it's a happy end of season, <clears throat> but um, yeah, happy off season, though. How about that? It's the off season. Okay. That's fair. Lots of stuff, you know, hopefully on the horizon. There's a lot of stuff on the horizon, at least for us. For those listening or watching right now, um, a lot of stuff happening for us this offseason. Hopefully, there's a lot of stuff happening for the Pirates, though, as well. Yes. So, yes. But, um, no, that's fair. It's The season's over. It's one of those where it's it's sad, but at the same time, there's a smile on my face. You know, we, we made it. <laughs> it. It certainly wasn't as long as a drag as it was last year which is good, right? And the Pirates finished with 76 wins, which isn't I don't want to say it's good, it's, but like it's better than last year. Yes, yes. And there were certainly some improvements. So we'll get into all of that much later. That's not what this show is going to be about. Um, you know, what we're going to do this show is, well, for one, the Pirates couldn't wait to release some news after they finished their season. Uh, a couple coaches were fired <laughs> last night. Uh, one being... John Dunnelly, who we'll definitely get into a little bit here. Um, and then we're also going to talk about our boy, Dowry Moretta, because we just have to. I mean, it's this. I don't know, Jim. I don't know how to put it. Like, I love this dude. I really do. Yeah, he's uh, he was electric this year. Good way to put it. Um, big fan of the guy. Big there fan. it is. And then we're going to go ahead and do a Sporkle quiz together live on air. Um, as most know, and if not, Alex Stumpf has been putting together a Sporkle quiz at the end of every single season to force you to name every single Pittsburgh Pirate that participated that year, which last year was a doozy because that was a record, right, of, of Pirate players that were played and who knows the names of half of them. Um, this year there was, what, 58? 
58 pirates this year. Yeah. So we're going to try to name them all. Wish us luck. See how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So I guess before we do all of that, let's get in to this nunnally news because it had pirates Twitter in a bit of a frenzy last night. Um, Most of you know him because the story that broke that he helped Cabrian Hayes with his swing. And since then we've seen what Cabrian Hayes has been doing. So obviously with that is why, you know, when the news broke, a lot of people were in a tizzy. So we figured we got our boy Pruger from Altoona who covers the curve with the Altoona mirror um, on and, and talk to him a little bit about what he's hearing and such. So uh, you know what, Jim, let's go ahead and pull it up since we talked last night. Yep. Let's roll it. And joining us, we do have Jared Pruger from the Altoona mirror. Jared, you're close. You cover, you talk about the Altoona curve. You're close knit with the team and such. Um, and there's been uh, some pretty big news that happened. Well, if you're watching this last night, we're actually recording <laughs> a few hours after the Nunnally news. But uh, yeah, he was relieved of his duties. Um, and I feel like all of Pirates Twitter melted down because, hey, he's the hot name, right? When you hear him or you hear Cabrian Hayes, they're like synonymous right now because Cabrian Hayes is essentially your MVP of all of baseball right now, the way he's playing in my eyes. <laughs> but um, But yeah, so he's let go. And everyone kind of wants to know, like, what's going on? Why was he let go? So maybe you can give us some insight here. Yeah, it's it's tough because, you know, it's hard to evaluate minor league hitting coaches because there's so much more that meets the eye as far as batting averages, as far as statistics go. But this one doesn't quite make sense. He's been in the organization for five years. He was here before Charrington. And when you kind of look at it like that, it, it's it's kind of bizarre. You know, the timing is really weird. They didn't even – it seemed like they didn't even let the team get off the field today uh, before news of his firing was kind of let out. Um, but I talked to him this this, uh, this evening, actually on my way home from Pittsburgh, and, and he said there were philosophical differences, uh, which is always up for interpretation. Um, but with the Hayes stuff, it, it's essentially the what it seems is, is the Pirates are sticking behind um, – other guy and you know and, and it's reading between the lines a little bit um the the Mackey story kind of put the pirates in a bind if they don't back up haynes then they they're letting essentially you know the the double a guy take take all the credit for for the resurgence of cabrian hayes and that's something that everybody wants to see everybody wants knows they want cabrian hayes to be cabrian hayes and to be to live up to the hype and and it's kind of tough when he just sends a couple texts to the to the hitting coach. He helps him, and and here we are. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because you think like I mean, like I said, hottest name really among all minor league coaches right now in the organization. Just how 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 like in depth was you know not only in Hayes working with each other during this summer. Do you do you know kind of how close they were? Well, I actually talked to to not only after this, like right towards the end of the season, and I was like, "Hey, do you go to Pittsburgh on your off days?" And he was like, "No, I, I just kind of go to Virginia and visit family. It's only a couple hour trip, you know." And my league teams have Mondays off, um, and I was like, "Okay, well, I didn't really think anything of it. I thought that was kind of, you know, go home, see your family, whatever." And you know, after the story was was released, and he was like, "Yeah, we just kind of sent texts because he uh, he and Charlie Hayes played." ball together uh in the majors and you know that's kind of where that relationship got formed and of course he's in the same organization as hayes 
But again, it's just one of those situations where I think it got a little, the water got a little bit too hot, too boiling. And um, it's one of the, one of those things where the pirates, I think were forced to, to make a decision that they might not have wanted to make, but you know, when you're going to back all of your major league staff, you've got to, you got to go with it. So that's really like when you kind of see this coming down as it's, I mean, Hey, it wasn't that they, it's not like Nully went to Hayes. It was like almost like his personal coach and said, Hey, do this, do this, do this, whatever. And like, just fix Cabrine. Even though it kind of seems as if like the way it's blown up. Um, but like more or less, again, like you're kind of seeing as if because of the way this whole story blew up. And again, as I mentioned the way the names are like synonymous right now, that the Pirates are kind of put in this position because Andy Haynes is the, is the hitting coach. They have said it before, which I've said too. I mean, you're going to back your guy during the season anyways, but this almost tells me the range of the wall. I think they have been saying about Andy Haynes coming back probably is going to be the case. Yeah. And I think if you, you look at their results the last few months of the season, yeah, there are some things that can they improve on. Yes, but they still have a very, very young roster, very young lineup, which is raw and inexperienced as far as major league goes. And I think, you know, you add McCutcheon back in there when he gets healthy. And I think things are a little bit better for that lineup, you know, that veteran presence, but yeah, you have to stick behind your guy if, if you're going to go all in. It, it's weird that they made, like I said, the timing of this is, is super bizarre because the season obviously just ended today um, on Sunday. And, you know, there's still an entire offseason to to kind of look into this and, and evaluate. And, of course, the AA season's been over for a couple of weeks now. Uh, ND has been done as well. But the timing of it was just kind of weird. But if you think about it in, in the grand scheme of things, it, it doesn't make much sense for him to go – on, on random off days on Mondays to, to Pittsburgh and, and go where the hitting coach already is. Uh, so that was kind of the, the first thing that kind of was confusing. Um, but again, it's just one of those deals where I, I don't know that they wanted to get rid of Nunley. I think he was pretty, he's pretty well respected with all the players. There hasn't been a bad word said about him and the coaches that have worked with him and the players that have worked with him over the course of the last five years that I've been able to interact with him. Um, but again, it's just kind of the business side of, sticking by your guy. And I think one of those situations where they just couldn't, couldn't avoid, unfortunately. Interesting. So again, more or less, they would have loved to have him around, but because of where this went, because of how it blew up and the, the look, it, it comes down. And again, I, I mean, Hey, I can admit to it. Like I'm part of that. I've said some things about Andy Haynes that I, you know, <laughs> some negative things about Andy Haynes, you know, and then again, when this comes up and it's like, okay, is Nunley next in line? You have that cast that shadow. Like, you know, is this guy coming to take your job? Should he? So you have to kind of eliminate that. It seems like that's what they did. But like you said, it seems like he's pretty well respected. They would have rather had him in, in the organization for the most part, but because the story blew up, they had to kind of go away with it. I think so. I mean, I've, I've not heard anything kind of on the record about how they felt about, John Nunley, but everything that I've heard as far as players, other coaches, I mean, he's a guy that's pretty, he's very well respected. I mean, he was a major league hitting coach with the Indians uh, in the early 2000s with Jim Tomey and, and those guys. But, you know, Mason Martin's a guy that speaks highly of him, Jack Sawinski, guys like that, you know, and it's, it's just one of those situations where it, you, you're never, you're never sure how it goes down. Um, but just the timing of it just seems very, very odd to me. Fair enough. Anything I don't else have anything else. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, no, I'm, I'm glad we brought you on, Jer. Again, I really wanted to talk to you and get your take on this too because 
seemed kind of mysterious. Like you said, the timing and of course the name everyone's talking about. Nunley, I feel like tonight, rather yeah. than the team. Yeah, the team had a three and a win, and like it was a very good game. Bednar finally got a clean ninth inning, and the the entire talk is essentially all about John Nunley, which is which is super bizarre. A double A um, hitting coach. Yeah, and and it was actually funny. I actually I talked to him. I mean, I, I shot him a text. I was like, hey, if you don't want to answer this, this is fine. I was like, but do you think um, this is about the hate stuff? And if you want to record this, that's fine too. I guess it is recording. But um, he was like, yeah, I think this is. And he's like, other than the philosophical differences, this is that's kind of like the only thing. And it's it's super weird. Like I, when Mackie came out with it, I really didn't quite understand why. I mean, what the purpose was. But I think, you know, when you look into it, it, it when you dig a little bit deeper, you see the the Charlie Hayes connection and you see kind of how things are going behind the scenes with him. And, and it's kind of all oh, one of those bizarre, bizarre baseball moves for the pirates. Just kind of like when Mike Ryan got fired because he didn't want to leave double a, he didn't want to go to triple a, he wanted to be closer to his family. And they were like, Nope, you're gone. Hmm. Yeah. The pirates have had some high profile minor league firings recently it's kind of crazy <laughs> right and ruben gote was yeah. was fired as well today and you know i, I know mackie had mentioned that but when when you're only firing two hitting coaches on the day this the major league season ends obviously the minor league season is a little bit different but it's just so weird like typically these moves are made in november or december or even after the world series so i'm not quite sure what their methodology was but it, it's taking away from a team that like actually accomplished a lot more than what people give them credit for this year. Well, there you have it. <laughs> well, Jared, honestly, again, really appreciate you coming on, giving us some insight here. Um, before we let yeah. you go, is there anything else you want to add in or say? No, not at the moment, but I appreciate you guys having me on. Anytime you guys want to talk about Turner Curve Baseball, I'm sure we'll see a little bit more from the, the staff. And obviously, they've got to hire a new hitting coach, so maybe we'll be on to, to talk about that a little bit later this offseason. Sounds good. We'll definitely have you on again. Appreciate you. No problem. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jared. Thanks a lot. So, there's that news. That was a little uh, intriguing, if you might say. You're on mute, Jim. There we go. Um, there it is. Yeah, it, it was really shocking to hear that he was basically, like, at least from, from what Nunnally is saying and from what Jared is saying, uh, it seems to be the case that the organization didn't didn't want to move on from John Nunnally, uh, but because of how much the whole Brian Hayes story blew up, they were kind of forced to pick between Andy Haynes and John Nunnally, yeah. and you know they they decided Haynes was their guy, and so that that meant Nunnally had to go. So it was. It was kind of curious to just see the dynamics over that on what on what Jared said there. Um, not really something I agree with. I don't I don't understand why you necessarily have to have just one hitting coach that's like contributing throughout the organization. Uh, but it seems like they they really wanted to make sure that you know they they were backing their guy 
and Andy Haynes was their guy. And maybe things were getting too chummy with John, John Nunley. And they were like, right. nope, Haynes is the guy. And they're uh, they're moving on now without uh, without John Nunley. So very, very interesting move. Very interesting uh, reasons behind it from from what Jared was saying there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I can see the reason for it. I mean, it's basically like the way it's blown into, like you mentioned, you know, it's to have that guy constantly over your shoulder to have everyone talking about him. You just remove that whole situation. So it doesn't have to arise. I guess, right. It like comes to me is like, you spin it the opposite way. We've talked and talked on this show. I guess not like at full length like that, but I mean, this, this season course towards the end, you know, you hear the comments from Sherrington, how like Andy Haynes is staying. He's our guy right here for me. From Ben Charrington, and this is our spin on it. We talked. I mean, that's what you're going to hear from these guys. Like, you're not going to hear like, "Oh no, we got to get rid of Andy Haynes." But the fact that it came down, especially on the very last day, like they didn't even decide to wait or whatever. The very last day, they made their stamp and said, "You're gone." Andy Haynes is back. I mean, there's, there's no, that's it. Like he is absolutely coming back. That's the way I look at this. Absolutely coming back. And um, for those who didn't want to see that. It's like the decision is pretty much made, you know, I guess if you want to see it or whatever, right? Like the decision seems to be made right now. Um, and yeah, I, I guess, you know, I'm on that side where I'm skeptic of Andy Haynes. But uh, here we go. <laughs> now, like you have seen improvements from some of the teams, players, and, you know, we can debate on it, but like he did get better. I know a lot of us credited Nunley, maybe much higher degree than was supposed to, right? But we talk about Jack Swinski, how much like he's improved those last month and looks different. You know, I'm not sure where the improvements are coming, but there have been some improvements and it seems to me like a little too little too late type of thing, but they're there. Yeah. Um I, I think they're yeah, we, we talked about it a month ago too when we had the show, you know, when they announced that Haynes was coming back. Like there there have been improvements to this offense. Now on the flip side of things, it would have been very difficult to not have improvements on this offense based off of how bad they were last year. Um, right. It, it, like they almost improved by default. Like they couldn't possibly have gotten worse. Uh, and like Jamie brings up here, you know, you could make an argument that John Nunley just didn't do a good job in Altoona. Altoona was a very poor hitting team this year. You, know, you look up and down that whole lineup and no one really hit all that well um top to bottom like there's a lot of ops's here in the 500s and 600s you know if you if you kind of go through their their stats so yeah i it's 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 an interesting move it's a surprising move uh if it's one that they felt that they had to just do as an organization to to show that they backed andy haynes like i i understand the move because i'm not sure if i necessarily agree with it but you know here we are. It happened. So there it is. Uh, it it, it kind of just goes back to the Pirates have had some weird minor league firings here recently, like between this and then, you know, Michael Ryan, Altoona, Joel Hanrahan situation. Like there's just there's always drama with these guys. And that's what's funny. It's just like they're minor league coaches. Like for the most part, they're all indisposable. Yep. Just whatever. 
And for some reason, every year there's like a, a minor league coach that just can't go and it can't be touched for some reason. And like you said, like Joel Hanrahan, he was his hands are all tied to Mitch Keller, you know, and not only is all tied to Cabrian Hayes, and yeah, it's just so weird. But at any yep. rate, it happened. Um, if like the Cabrian Hayes story didn't break the way it did, right? And or and or Cabrian Hayes wasn't playing like at MVP level as we talk, like no one probably knows who Nunnally even is or cares. And that's again why we're here. So um at any rate, he's gone. I guess his team's gonna move forward. We'll find out what you know what, what happens, who's gonna be the hitting coach going forward for both actual teams. Yeah. Uh there may be internal candidates, maybe external guys, but yeah, sounds like uh, Andy Haynes is the guy moving forward at the major league level, and sure does. They've got uh, some philosophical differences to address in the minors. Yes, yes, they do. <laughs> All right, let's move over then to a little more a fun story. Let's let's talk about Dari Morita. You got to a little bit yesterday on the post game. We had one of the most epic moments. I feel like you talked about too, like, as far as like a video clip goes, right? Like not talking epic moments, like the Cueto moment that was 10 years ago to the day I'm talking about just like an actual, like a viral type of moment. But Dowry Meta, like he pulls out an actual dollar bill. It's a $20 bill that he's waving around as he's leaving the mm -hmm. field. And then of course, Mitch Keller wants it autographed. He signs it, shows it to the camera. Dari Moretta finished the season strong. He started the season rather strong. Mm -hmm. We were perplexed by him quite a bit in April. Then May results came and he just looked amazing. He had a little struggle when I put on the stream yesterday. Like, actually, I didn't realize this, but like eight of his 24 earned runs came in just three outings. Yeah. He had a really, really bad three outings. And that was like a third of his, his runs all year. Like, he actually was a pretty, pretty good reliever. I say he was he was pretty reliable. They put him in big spots pretty much throughout the entire season. He was, you know, there was Barucky from the left side, but you know the the right handed version of Barucky, where like if a guy couldn't finish their inning or you know got in trouble and you needed somebody to to strand base runners and get out of an inning, like Dowry Moretta was was that guy for the majority of the year. So he was put in some pretty big spots. Uh, he definitely has the mentality to be put in those big spots. And he came through for the most part, uh, like I said, put together a pretty solid season. I wouldn't say he's like a, this lockdown reliever by any means, but no, you know, he, he performed very adequately in the role that he had. And, uh, yeah, just the, uh, the over the top celebrations were just, they were, they were great. They were great. Um, and for a team that like I said, kind of had 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 didn't have a ton of personality going into this year i feel like you know some of that personality started to, to come out um but but moretta was a definitely a fresh uh addition to the team for sure and i feel like it's it's the moretta types that pulled some of it out like we talked about like even cabrian hayes did the gritty that like he doesn't do that i feel like without a moretta type on the team and the players around yeah. him you know like they're pulling some personality out of other players. And Moretta has enough personality for all 26 guys, clearly. Uh, but I'm with you. It's like it's not that he's a shutdown reliever, but I think at the end of the year, we can look at him and say, like, he's he's part of this bullpen going forward. Um, a good part. And you know, he finishes the year with 59, I'm sorry, 58 innings pitched, 
with 76 strikeouts. I mean, that's that's a lot of strikeouts, right? Uh, 372 ERA, but expected ERA of 302, a FIP of 293. This is the guy that was traded from the from the Reds for Kevin Newman, as we all debated last year if Kevin Newman should be traded. Uh, he was. They got Moretta. Moretta was like that intriguing piece, but the results weren't there. It was like, well, I mean, it's Kevin Newman. What do you expect to get? Uh, I think this turned out way better than anyone expected it to be. Moretta, again, not only a good, decent pitcher, right? But, man, again, just the antics. I love it. <laughs> He's quickly become a Pittsburgh favorite. Um, and that's why I joke like to say, like, he he needs to be good. He has to because I need Dowry Moretta in my life every day of the season. <laughs> well, it's a, we talked about on the post game last night, but, yeah, they need to... Like if he can stick around, like give me some Dowry Moretta promotion where, yeah. you know, they give they give away fake money with his face on it and he's like doing this like what, something like that. Uh, that's yeah. He was it, it was refreshing to see. Um, I wasn't really a huge fan of the trade because, you know, we didn't have a shortstop at the time. <laughs> You know, by and we never really ended up getting one, right? The, the, well, yeah, they still, <laughs> they still never actually got a shortstop to back up O'Neill Cruz. They played basically an entire year with no shortstop. Um, so I wasn't a huge fan of the trade just because it left the team kind of a hole there. But can't argue with with how how well he did. He got results this year, and and you know, Kevin Newman wouldn't have probably had this good of a year. Yeah. From a value standpoint, right? Kevin Newman actually was DFA just last week uh, by the Reds. So, at any rate, um, I love me right. And like you said, he's certainly marketable. I mean, this goes to show not that he's never done it right, but like this is the first time he actually used money when he walked off giving the dollar sign. Pitching Ninja put it out there. And I mean, you look at the comments, I'm almost, everyone's like, wait, wait a minute, is this a thing? Like they were like memorized by Moretta and again like it's not a thing where he actually has the money but he was like make I'm not gonna say national headlines but like people around the country were like noticing Dowry Moretta now uh thanks to Pitching Ninja and other accounts right out there this this guy's great <laughs> we need more Dowry yeah. Moretta's in baseball uh and especially on the Pirates oh yeah so looking forward to uh him coming back next year hopefully contributing again but yeah love it I could you imagine this is this is what I like. Uh, this is just kind of my dream, right? Is like Dowie Moretta gets out of a big spot in like the sixth inning of a playoff game and walking off the field of PNC, everybody's going crazy and he's just everyone's doing it. Everyone with, with, with the money. Oh man, yeah, be, he'd be like a legend almost instantly in like a big game environment with a lot of eyeballs. People would fall in love with Dowie Moretta. It it just stinks that this was the seventy sixth win end of season type of scenario right like you said like if he did this now granted i don't know if it's a playoff game how i'd feel maybe if he had the dollar bill in the back pocket and did it oh yeah like, give it to really me. pulled it out you know yeah. oh yeah i mean if he got out of it and it was it was good then i'd be okay with it i guess because of the moment but that would leave me a little bit uneasy but yeah like i want to see a playoff spot where he's coming out and doing the money sign and everyone's doing it. Like that has to be like a bit, a thing at PNC park. Like how, again, we talk about the Quato scenario where everyone's screaming, screaming Quato. Like there needs to be also a video clip of Darren Moretta leaving a, a big spot 
he's doing it and everyone in PNC is doing it. And yeah, like he's a yinzer now. Yep. Jamie says he's very marketable. I I agree. Very. (laughs) All right. Um, Do we want to get in this Sporkle quiz then? Let's Let's see how bad we fail. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how we do. I I haven't looked at it. I made sure that like all day yesterday, I avoided like complete rosters. Right. Trying to avoid spoilers throughout the day. So, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to this. 58 players. Do you feel comfortable? I don't think we're going to get off. Like, I know it's there's two of us, but I, I don't know. I'm feeling like 54, 58's tough. Some of, the, some of these guys, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how we do. Yeah. I haven't looked either, but I, I, I've kind of, as you're all talking, just as you're, are you going to pull it up? Oh, no. I was, I was relying on you. You're, you're uh, the, you run you this whole what? thing. I, I don't know why in my head I was thinking you were. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I don't have it ready. Um, but I'll say this, like, yeah, I haven't looked or anything, but I was kind of thinking about it in my head and I'm like, I feel really comfortable that we will. I don't know why, but I just feel like we're going to do it. Now, last year was difficult because again, there were just players that we never heard of and not that there was no players in that situation, but like, I feel like, I feel like we're going to do it, Jim. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think it's probably going to come down to relievers, which makes sense, but. I don't know. I feel like we'll do. If anyone in the chat here, like, do you guys think we'll do it? Do you think you can do it? I mean, you figure there's all a 40 right. man roster. Not that all of them are used, but there's only 18 more. I don't know. I feel pretty good. Jamie has faith in us. Okay. Um, oh, this is the opening day roster. Let me, I'm on the wrong, I'm on the wrong thing. Freaking Jim. I know. I'm passing all the blame off of me onto you. I just need to go to Alex's thing. Alex put it up. I was trying to actually search for it. Oh, that didn't come up. You know who's not on the list, though? Miguel Del Pozo. That's true. So at least, you know, the team made those strides this year. All right. Here we go. This is riveting stuff right here. All right. Now, 10 minutes, I feel like is a little bit too long for two people. Do, do we want to cut this to like five minutes? Like give just, ourselves five minutes? No, just keep it at 10. Okay. We'll just All right. Go. Okay. Let's go ahead and let's do it. All right. Where do we want to start? Let's start with, um, do we want to start with pitchers or do we want to start with position players? Let's just start with position players because I think they'll be easiest. Okay. Do we let's just go around the, the diamond? Like, yeah. Let's start at catcher. So there was hedges. There was Andy. uh delay. Andy Rodriguez. And Heineman. Heineman. I don't think there were any other catchers. I guess we could throw Henry Davis in there. Okay. I think that was it. Yeah. Right? I think that's it. Okay. 
Uh, first base, Santana. Yep. Choi. Connor Joe played there a little bit. And Rivas. Rivas. Ooh, I would have forgotten him, I think. Triolo Jeez, played there. Jim. I know. Oh, okay. You're putting um, Eddie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay. I think that's everybody who played first. Second base, uh, Castro. Bay. Bay. Nick Gonzalez. Uh, Marcano. Yep. Um. Oh, um, um, Vinny Castro, Seattle, Matthias, Matthias, yep, Matthias and Capra. Oh, uh, and uh, Drew Maggio, Pagaro, Maggi. That's a good one. Okay. Um. Then short Chris Owings. He also could go into this. O'Neal middle infield in total. O'Neill Cruz. Alika Williams. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I think that's everyone who plays short. Third base, Hayes. We already got Triolo and Maggi. We already got Triolo, Maggi, Chris Owings, you got Castro. Okay. Outfield, Reynolds, Suwinski. Um, McCutcheon, I mean, that was a Connor Joe. Oh, um, Kanan Smith and Jigba, Smith and Jigba. Cal Mitchell never got called Cal, out. I was just gonna say, he never got called up, right? I don't think so. Oh, he did. Okay, okay. there we go. Um, <clears throat> Other outfielders. Oh, was there anybody like, like, <clears throat> waiver wire? Oh, and Duhar. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> um. <clears throat> let's see. Anybody else? Outfielders. Jamie just said one here. Palacios. Oh my we god. Forget? We almost forgot Al- Palacios. How do you forget Joshua Palacios? All right, Palacios. Uh any other like left lefties? Um I think that's it because I mean obviously Bay was also out there. I, I I think that's it. That might be it. Okay. Pitchers. All right. Let's just go with the rotation. Oh. Keller. Um Oviedo, Rich Hill, yep, Velasquez, um, uh, Contreras, Roman Z, Luis Ortiz, Ortiz, Beto, Priester, Jackson, uh, Falter. Who else started? Or 39 of 58. Oh boy. Who else started? I, I think that might have been all the starters. I think so too. Rich Hill was the only one traded away, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, relievers, Bednar, 
Holderman, Majinski, <laughs> uh, Moretta, uh-huh. Hernandez, Brucky, um, Zestrizny. Also, so here's where Dwayne Underwood. Underwood. Ooh, let's go early season. Will Crow. Yep. Um, Chase DeYoung. Yep. Who else like was was gone but not forgotten? Selby. <laughs> Selby. Um, um, De Los Nicholas. Santos. De Los Santos. Um, who else was just called up? Stratton. Oh, we got five more. We need five more. Um, getting there. Was Caleb Smith ever called up? No, I don't think. There's, I feel like there's another lefty in there somewhere. Um, Ooh. Ooh, Jamie here coming through in the comments. Um, Yo, Johan Ramirez. Um, oh, from the Mariners, Brewers. Mariners Perdomo. Brewers. Perdomo. There we go. Ooh, three more. Damn three it, more. <laughs> And they're in alphabetical order. So there's a B. Um, oh. A G and an S. That, I feel um, like that made it worse for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three more. Okay. All right, let's buckle down here. I don't relievers. Um, come on. 55 of 58. Damn it, Alex Stump. I hate you. Hmm. Let's go. Gee. See, because uh, like the, the, the letters suck because I hear G and I keep saying Godoy. I keep saying Godoy. It's not Godoy. Godoy was wasn't a wasn't this saying good and I can't get good good yeah. out of my head now. Yeah. Um, uh, um I'm trying to think of this other S. He never pitched. Oh, oh, Cody Bolton. Oh, Jesus. Yes. He just pitched. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we got two more. Like I'm thinking of the the lefty they signed this offseason, but he never actually pitched. So it's oh damn it! No, nah, there you go. Jamie, Jamie's helping out in the comments. She's got yeah. three. Uh, he's got three guys: Palacios, Ramirez, and uh, Hatch. That's an assist. So we got one. We got one more. And it's an S. You said, yeah, it's an S. Um, Samson, Swimmy, Swami, <laughs> Swanson. <laughs> Samsonite. Samsonite. Oh. Um, we already have Stratton. It's not the other Stratton because he unfortunately was traded. Oh, oh, Stevenson. There we go. We did it. That's it. 
58 for 58. I'm like, it's not Stratton because he unfortunately was traded. And I thought about the other guy was yeah. unfortunately traded. There it Good is. Stuff. All right. Well, thanks, Jamie, for the assist there, too. Yeah, Jamie had Jamie had a couple of uh, of of. Yeah, Jamie came through there on a, on a few. No, that's uh, Jamie was cheating, though. I confirmed that. Hey, 58 to 58. I didn't think we would get all 58. I figured we'd forget somebody. And in eight minutes and 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we kind of would we have gotten Hatch and Ramirez? You know what's funny? I think we would have ultimately gotten Palacios. Like, yeah, Jamie gave us that one. We would have gotten that one. But I don't, I don't know if we I, like. I don't know if I would have gotten Hatch and Ramirez. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think Ramirez I kind of, could, we would have figured out. I kind of completely uh, forgot about those people. Hatch is one where yeah, I just I don't know if I ever would have. We would have been stuck on fifty-seven with Hatch for sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that was hey, fun. That was. That was good. 58 for 58. Let's go. Go ahead and see. So it's on Sporkle. If you go to, uh, we'll put the link in the show. So, yeah. So if you want to take a stab at it, you know, give yourself, give yourself a, try, uh, a shot. There it is. Put that in the uh, the chat for me. And I'll do it right now so I don't forget. Because okay. yeah. I'll forget. Yeah. And Jim knows. I'll forget. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll actually put it here in the, uh, yeah, like in the, the chat, comments. chat. Yeah. Nice. All right. Sounds good. Well, that pretty much wraps up our show then. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff coming. Oh, with that right now, currently the fanboys are going. We are going to do the show, the fanboys on October 18th. So if you go to our Twitter right now, you can see all that. You can make your nominations. There's a whole thread of all the, you know, the categories that are have the fan votes. So the nominations are out. So if you want to nominate anyone for a fanboy, you can do so there. Uh, the nominations will close. It's, it's like Tuesday at like seven or something like that. It's, I'm getting 48 hours, right? Once we get all the nominations, we'll have the actual voting to come out after our NS9 live on Wednesday. So there's that. And again, NS9 Live on Wednesday we'll have. And that's where we'll talk more about like the season, the wrap-up and such. But like it's also like MLB playoffs are upon us now, Jim. So we're not watching yeah. Pirates playoffs, unfortunately. But it's playoff baseball time. Playoff baseball time. I always love playoff baseball. The games, the games tend to be very high energy. Um, got some good personalities. That Braves team is, you know, as much as I hate the Braves, they're going to be really fun to watch, like in, in big games. Really good. Same with the oh. Dodgers. Like, like I know, like it's going to be kind of a, a like stupid, but like, give me Braves Dodgers in a seven game series in the NLCS. Like, I want to, I want to see that. Braves going to demolish them. I mean, they might not try right? to play off, but the Braves are just so damn good, man. Over the Dodgers, man. Well, we know the Dodgers are gonna choke, so that's a given. All right. Probably. Well, I guess that wraps pretty much everything up. Let's get out of here. Once again, I want to thank everyone, especially Jamie, on for today today's show. We want to thank everyone for watching, listening. We'll be back once again soon. Talk to you then. See you guys. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, 
But if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.